0: Ham Radio 2.0 audio podcast rip. Thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. So basically what I do is I take all the audio clips out of my videos and upload them to Spreaker. And then from there, they're spread out to iTunes and SoundCloud and now Amazon Audible as well. But I want to welcome you and thank you for joining the audio section of this series on Ham Radio. I hope you enjoy it. And I would appreciate you leaving us a comment or a review on whatever podcast service you're listening from. Thank you and 73. Hope you enjoy it. Ham Radio saves lives, and that includes DMR. DMR can literally save your life or help rescue you. If you don't believe me, then check out this story. Ham Radio 2.0 reviews news and how-tos of things that are new in Ham Radio. This is a news story that I recently heard about, so I wanted to share it with you guys. Thank you for joining the channel today. My name's Jason, and my call sign is KC5HWB. I love these news stories where you get to literally talk about Ham Radio being a featured and an important part of rescuing someone or literally saving someone's life. This news story came across our DMR Texas Reflector we have a group email list for everything uh, DMR-related instead of Texas at uh, dmrtexas.groups.io. And everyone's welcome to join that list. You don't have to be in Texas if we don't have any sort of vetting process. If you go sign up and join, you can uh, you, you can join us on, on the DMR Reflector. So this story came across our email list and later I saw it posted on the ARRL website. So I'm going to share those uh, with you today. And this story was one shared by Bill Any1B. And his name is on the ARRL page. So I don't mind sharing it with you here. So the story was about a hiker in the woods who had gotten lost. And he wasn't injured. He wasn't hurt. So it it might have not resulted in his death or his being left out in the cold. But he was lost. And DMR helped to find him. He used his DMR radio to get rescued or to find his way back home, as it were. So we're going to tell the story right now. Here's the ARRL page. And I'll share this link in the description below so you guys can go read it i'm not going to read through this whole thing but this is a little bit more detailed than the email that was sent to me so here's the email that was sent to me i just kind of put it into some text i want to stress the importance of monitoring your dmr repeater channels tonight i was monitoring the new hampshire statewide channel and i got an unusual request for help the ham asked me to call his wife seems he was out hiking with his dog and on the oncoming snow and darkness discovered his cell phone battery had gone dead so he's not carrying a charging brick with him okay so, uh, he could not text or get pinged. He did have a Redovus 3S walkie, which worked well into the Gunstock Mountain DMR repeater. I'm not familiar with this redivis 3S. I guess I'll have to go look it up. I made the call to his wife, and she was glad to hear that I was in contact with him. Unfortunately, he did not know exactly where he was, and believed he would have to walk through Brush for about an hour or so to get to the road. His wife called local PD and began search with the fire department. Ham Radio was the only form of communication from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m that day. I believe the PD got a ping trace from his caller earlier before his phone died around 3 30 p.m. So Bill uh, picked up uh, the phone and called Rick K1RJZ. Again all this information was shared publicly on the ARRL page. I debated whether to share it on this channel and I did email Bill. I didn't get a reply from him but once it came up on the ARRL page here we go. Rick was closer to the search area and he was familiar with the area and snowmobile trails and roads. Snowmobiles that would be fun. That's something I don't have in Texas. He then directly interfaced with the PD and the HAM on the New Hampshire Statewide Talk Group. Interestingly, when the PD and Fire Department began their search pattern, they activated their sirens from different roads to see if he heard any of them, and he did not. Our 2-meter DMR repeater communication continued until he walked out on the road and could advise us where he was. The search and checkout ended successfully at 6.30 p.m. I got calls of thanks from both him and his wife. So, lessons learned down here. The first thing I would say... Okay, is that lesson learned is that you need to make sure your batteries are charged and have a charging brick with you. Okay, I carry a charging brick with me in my everyday carry pack. In fact, I have two of them that I take with me everywhere. Make sure they're charged up. They're lifepo 4 batteries so they don't lose charge very quickly. They usually stay charged up. I carry those with me everywhere I go so that if I ever run into a situation like this, which I don't do a lot of hiking myself, I'd like to change that in the future, but if I ever run into a situation like this, then I would have a way to charge up my phone. So, your smartphone can be an off-grid survival tool. Some lessons learned here tonight. Radio batteries last longer on DMR radios than analog mode. Okay, this is because when you key up a DMR radio, due to the TDMA function that it uses, it only transmits half of the time when you have the push-to-talk held down. Even his wife had trouble on her cell phone coverage at home. Okay, so cell phone coverage was already spotty before his phone died. Monitor your local state DMR channels for helping others. You may want to program 146.52 FM into your state channel for a signal strength uh, direction finding. If and when out of repeater range, some hams still monitor uh, (laughs) 5.2. Zing! Yes, some hams still monitor 5.2. We should all monitor 5.2. Serious note, everyone should monitor 5.2. As often as you can especially when you're driving stay within the primary channel until you know more hams are nearby to direction find hike on dmr our network socks may cover areas in new england that you don't have so service hike with a flashlight hike with a flashlight i have that in my edc pack as well so some of this is kind of commonplace to me some of this is kind of like well yeah of course why would you not do that so this ham had and his name was not shared in the original email, but I think it's shared in the AWL article. You can go find that. He had originally not planned to be out at night. Well, he got lost, and things happened. So you want to plan for something. you want to you want to prepare for something you didn't plan for. And I want to especially note the fact that he used DMR to be in contact with with uh, the writer of this article. Now, People, I still get these comments on my channel every time I put up a DMR video, especially about the R finder. at least one or two people, they come by and they say something like, "Well, that's great, but if you don't have any internet, DMR is dead." Not true, not true. DMR works over RF just like every other radio in the world. Okay, and he was transmitting via RF. He had no his cell phone was dead, so he had no hotspot. Okay, he was transmitting via RF from his Redivis walkie-talkie into the DMR repeater, and the DMR repeater had internet coverage because that's how the statewide talk groups are connected in New Hampshire and everywhere else. I'm not, I've never seen this area. I don't know where it is. But he was using RF to communicate into a DMR repeater. Now, had he had an analog radio and been talking into an analog repeater, he might have had the same result. Don't know. I don't know what repeaters are in that area. DMR radios transmit RF just like every other radios do. So people say, well, when the internet goes down, you can't use DMR or D-Star anymore. Not true. You can still talk simplex. You can still talk into repeaters. And repeaters, a lot of times, have coverage in mountain ranges where cell phone towers either have spotty coverage or there's no cell phone service at all. Or your battery dies. (laughs) So, like this guy. I really like stories like this about how... Now, again, like I said earlier, I don't think this guy would have died had he had to spend the night out there. I don't know what he was prepared with. I don't know what kind of... um, if he had any sleeping... Uh, packs with him or or any heavy coats or anything like that. And I don't know how cold it got up there. So it didn't look like his life was in immediate threat. But, okay, he certainly got lost and he certainly used DMR and radio communications in general to find his way back to where he was. These stories are really fun. I really enjoy these types of stories where radio transmissions and radio communications are the last line of resort for communications as it was in this one. What kind of story do you have? Do you have a story like this? I like telling stories like this on the channel so that I can share it with everyone else in the audience who hasn't heard it yet. If you have a story like this, put a comment below. Let me know what, the sto- where I can find the link to the story or just email me, kc5hwb at gmail.com. You can't put links into my YouTube channel. I have that turned off to prevent the spam bots. So let me know what sort of search and rescue stories you have and I'd like to make a video about it. If you enjoyed this video, Okay, check out the links over here for the upcoming videos. Some more stories on this channel, some more news stories about ham radio and how it can benefit everybody. 73.